heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. When we were going through the the COVID episode nationally, and then we seen what was happening with the election of 2020, I was hearing a lot of people talk about some sort of a new normal. And, you know, I I just sort of at first sort of, yeah, yeah, you know, sort of in jest or people just hyperventilating at the moment. But, you know, I started hearing that a lot, new normal, and it sounded uh, conspiracial uh, in nature. And uh, but but, you know, as it kept going and the covid kept building and the fiascos kept coming, I I then started to really do a double take and think what what is this really happening we were all like me like you we just all wanted to get back to some sort of way the life was in america prior to all of this really exploding on the scene isn't that the case really we just i mean i you know maybe we were guilty as charged because we took maybe we took our country for granted that's probably not an understatement right we didn't pay attention to the details. We didn't really honor the Constitution. We lost sight of where God was in all of this. Okay, maybe all of that was in play. But I'll tell you what a rude awakening we have found ourselves in, uh, really and truly. Um, so that whole new normal thing um, started to build a little bit more. And then it really became surreal. It, it truly, truly has become, and I think you'll agree with me when we say it's become an Alice in Wonderland moment, uh, the looking glass kind of thing, or we fell down the rabbit hole in this case, huh? Uh, and we're, we're trying to, many of us are trying to restructure the argument and understand, you know, all right, what are we going to do again to get back there? Well, that's really the challenge, my fellow Americans, is uh, what do we look like now? You know, where do we go as a people? You know, what what happens next? You know, because this new normal is not at all what any of us want, not unless you're a, a, a leftist Marxist and a, and a mindset or somebody who's just passing by in life and looking for a, a communist utopia, then this is not the new normal you're looking for. And, and that's the rallying call. I think that a, a lot of people are still in denial. They're still wearing their mask and they're still getting the vaccine. They're still lining up in line. They're still going along with the marching orders and they're not really realizing where they're at. So, you know, and I, I, that's the most concerning thing. And then it becomes a game of us and them, us. And, and that's really what we have. And people say, well, it's a divided country. Well, again, I've shared with you many times before. We, we are a divided country, but we're supposed to be divided. We, we were never going to be totally united. This whole fairy tale that Americans, and that's not the premise of our country to begin with. Uh, all the way back, wasn't that, you know, but there's that. And then there's, you know, this Marxist uh, agenda, this, this ideology that's taken hold in our country. Uh, they've really swallowed the Democrat Party hold. Uh, and even those middle of the ground Democrats are losing their collective minds 
and they're losing, you know, the, the, their their grasp of reality on on a lot of it. They don't really know what to do either. Uh, their party's been taken over and swallowed. And you know, the thing is, in the political circles, there's an ideology there that a lot of the times it's pride. I, that's what I have found recently. Because people like their ancestors, you know what I mean? Like your mother and father voted Democrat and your, your grandparents voted Democrat or, or your, your grandparents voted Republican. And you, you have a sense of loyalty, all right? I mean, it really is. It's like, well, you know, if I change or, you know, and maybe that's why the, the center aisle of independence have grown by far much more than the Democrats and Republicans, probably because what I say right there. Uh, so they feel that's uh, maybe they're not um, violating their family oath, right? Right, probably. And they say, "Well, I'll just be an independent," you know. And they, they, which is sort of, well, it's a bit generic, actually, a little, little vanilla. And, and I'm not trying to insult anybody here, believe me. But the point is, when you really look at the the political landscape in America, uh, independence, um, you know, I mean, the power is with those political parties. I, I hate to say it, but that's where the power possessed with the political platform they have. And that's who's going to elect a president. Uh, it's not, uh, it would take an awful lot. You'd have to have a, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that it's not undoable. I mean, but you'd have to have a real movement in this country to pull someone uh, from out of nowhere. And we've seen that with Ross Perot, remember, you know, to get somebody out of nowhere that's not assigned or addressed to a real political party to say, OK, here we go. We'll give you the keys to the car. Well, Donald Trump was sort of that way in a way, but he he it, well, yes, but he but he was smart because he used the Republican Party uh, platform. He, he, he used that to get somewhere because he, he recognized what I'm talking about right now. You, you, you're not going to make the race if you don't have that, that political party power behind you. And, and Trump knew that. Now, he, he, he played both Republicans, Democrats alike in his business career. He, he, he played the whole system. But he also got aware of who the deep state was and went after it. Uh, that's where things got unsettled. So all of this now as we start to see what's happening under the, let me fast forward to the Biden years of where we're at right now. And you know, it's hard. It's hard for a lot of us to say, President Biden, very difficult. It does not roll off the tongue, people. I, as you know, I have a real difficult time with that. I have a hard time writing it, even in a post or an article or a, a, a post of some sort on a show. Very difficult. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very serious, sincere. I have to do a double, triple take. And I know in one case, I'm being disrespectful to the office and the country, which I, I don't really like. But I, I really am having a challenge with it. And, and every time I, you know, I think, well, that sentence really needs that or I'll look like a schmuck. You know, I struggle with it, people. So the question I want to ask you today is, who is really running the country? President who? And that, that really is it. Who, who is running the country? You know, my fellow Americans, when you look at all of the things that have happened, all the blunders, you have to ask yourself, right? What's the agenda? You know, I mean, what has this administration done that has moved the ball forward for real Americans? What is it that's it? I mean, we're going to explore that today in big time with you. What, what has this administration this, I mean, 
you know, if, if you if we stopped on a street corner and we started to poll some real diehard Democrats, I'm not sure what they'd say. What, what would they say? I mean, they start, you know, I, I, what are they going to say? You know, his foreign policy is spectacular. He did a great job with the exit of the withdrawal. Oh, economically, we're doing fabulous. We don't mind the inflation. We don't mind paying more for food and gas. What's he going to say? Oh, he just blew all our energy to hell. What's he going to say? What, what are they going to say? What are they? Well, we like the fact he's not on Twitter. Okay. Well, these people are intellectually inept. I mean, and these are the people who are voting. I mean, I still believe we need a basic IQ test for anybody who's going to vote in our country. I think that should be a, I'm sorry. I think that should be a requirement. Just, just tonight, just pass. Give me a, give me a C grade. It's all I need. But if you're a moron, well, I don't think you get a voting card. Just saying, people. Who are these people that are put? I mean, this is where, you know, the country's going in the tank. We're all looking at each other saying, diddle dee, diddle dumb. I mean, who's running what? I mean, you really do have to ask yourself, people, who is running the program? I mean, yeah, you can't make this up. But when you look at the accomplishments right now, they're, they're just not there. So let's ask ourselves the first question. What good has Joe Biden and the Biden administration, or as I say, the Biden cabal all the time, done for America? Now, I say that as an American. I don't say that in partisan strife. I don't give a rat's ass about Republicans and Democrats, quite frankly. I say that as a patriot, as an American. That's what I say. What good has he done? Tell me. Forget your political stripes. Has anything actually improved for American citizens under his leadership? If you can convince me that there's, I mean, I'll, I'll be if anybody can really convince me, I mean, sincerely, that this has improved our life, I'll begin to be respect. I'll, I'll call him President Biden and, uh, you know, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm, I, I don't see it. I, you don't need to be a funny guy here. I just don't see it, people. So this whole slogan that started Build Back Better, where is the better? As I said to you back on Viewpoint this Sunday and the weekend, it really is the bankrupt. It's build back better, or is it the bankrupting of America? Well, clearly it is. Let's just look at the current spending and what they're doing. We'll never come back from this, people. I mean, this whole thing we used to say 10 years ago when Obama was in office and Bush before him were spending like drunken sailors as well. I mean, Bush started all that crazy spending then. I mean, our administrations have been doing it on both sides of the aisle forever. I mean, they have, they have no right. Just the dollars have gotten bigger now. Now we're talking trillions. Soon it will be gazillions, you understand. It's no more millions and billions. You notice that the vocabulary has all changed. Just look at the urban dictionary and see what the hell a billion means. Yeah. And then look at what a trillion means. Well, now we're speaking trillions. These people have no mindset at all. It really is the bankrupting of, of, a, of a nation, of a people, of you and I, and more so of our kids, our grandkids, and these amazing people that will come after us that will probably land in the, live in the land of hell at this point if we don't fix it. This is an assault on our nation. So let's dive into it. Let's talk about the real, uh, who, who the real puppet master is today. Let's talk about those uh, potential accomplishments, whatever they may be. And, uh, and the fate of America. Okay, all right. You stay with me here. Let, that's what I want to do. We're going to start off here with Dr. Stephen Latula joins me. 
Dr. LaTulip was a physician board certified in family medicine. He's a retired United States Air Force officer. He's an ordained minister. That's quite a resume right there, I have to tell you. Uh, he's currently fighting this. You talk about the cancel culture. Well, it's impacted his life uh, on steroids in ways that uh, you, you could not have imagined uh, with the Oregon Medical Board. In fact, there's a piece on the platform. If you listen to this on America Out Loud Talk Radio today, you'll find a very stunning piece on that story, which is for another day. But my David and Goliath moment against the Oregon Medical Board, quite something, actually. We'll be more on that in the days and weeks ahead, I assure you. Um, he has a, a great book out, Unity Without Compromise. Get that in any bookstore or in the America Out Loud bookstore as well. And, um, and you'll find that, again, right on our website. Uh, and he's got a show on America Out Loud, plays on the weekends, Unity Without Compromise, plays on Saturday and Sunday, noontime, Eastern time now, and, and an encore at 5 p.m., on the Pacific Coast, you just you'll be nine in the morning and two in the afternoon. And I say Pacific Coast because that's where he's from here. Uh, quite a piece. Dr. LaTulip, welcome to the voice of a nation. And wow, congratulations on your fight and uh, for all the work you're doing, brother. Thank you very much, Malcolm. It's good to be here with you again. Uh, always a pleasure to fight for truth, for uh, sound medical practice, and of course, for the freedoms that we have so greatly enjoyed, uh, thanks to the sacrifice of many that have gone before us. Um, I would have to agree with you if we're, we're trying to ask the question, where is the, the build back better? I see no better whatsoever. I see nothing that has improved. Everything in our nation is deteriorating. And unfortunately, this leads a lot of people in our country to actually say, oh, these people are insane. They're crazy. What are they doing? Don't they know what they're doing? You know, and the fact is they do know what they are doing. This is calculated. This is planned. And this has been put into effect by someone. And that someone I am absolutely 100 percent certain is not Joe Biden. It is a clear medical fact. This is based on objective observation. It's not my subjective opinion. But Joe Biden is clearly demented and his dementia is progressive. He will never get better. He will continue only to get worse. And therefore, our, our so-called President Biden, and I have trouble with that too, I'll be honest with you, uh, but Biden is being directed to say what he is capable of saying, and he does a very poor job of it, but he is the puppet that is being controlled, and uh, it's very important to first realize that Joe Biden does not have the mental capacity to make any decisions for our country. So how in the world could he affect anything that is going to benefit America? Yeah, you know, a lot of people argued that point, but when you looked at the 2020 election, uh, you know, uh, and he, that was, I mean, you talk about, I mean, you could say that was an unusual presidential campaign, but that was more than unusual, Dr. LaTulip. I mean, that was, this is a guy that never campaigned, never came out of the, the house, um, never had a word with the press. 
not only did the press give him a pass then, but what's really remarkable, and we actually talked about this on the weekend with uh, Senator Ron Johnson, he was all over this because the, the press continues, I mean, right to this very moment of time that we're talking, they have given this administration and this president, this ideology, a complete pass to destroy the nation. It's remarkable. There need, there seems to be no end with the media. And, you know, i got to tell you, Dr. Latulip, I think with everything we'll talk about today, I think that's the big story to come out of this era is where the fourth estate really sold the country out. What do you say to that? Well, I totally agree with you. I believe that um, the media has a major, major impact on what the country hears and therefore what the country thinks and believes. And I think it is sinister to the core. Um, When I look at the, see, I I have said repeatedly that we are not looking ahead at at a war starting. Uh, Some people claim a civil war or some other kind of war. It's not going to happen. It has already begun. And we are at war right now. And Americans need to wake up and realize that. And the primary, the chief weapon that is being used against our American constitution and against the American patriot and our free republic is propaganda and who best is equipped to fight the war on propaganda well the mainstream media they censor us they uh, spout their editorials and tell us lies all day long and some people are only seeing this and not ever getting to the truth and therefore um, that's their chief weapon and we have to recognize that because if we don't recognize the strengths of the enemy, then however, can we attack those strengths? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you address that. I, I, I really respect what you just said, because you really uh, put that out there in your writings and your passion when you talk about, uh, is, well, as a doctor, as a medical doctor, I mean, and I think anybody can understand this. Uh, if you're going to you know, cure a disease or help somebody get over something, you, you really have to understand the disease and understand the problem. That's why you run all the tests, correct? Absolutely correct. You need to know, you know, you need to know the real pathophysiology. You need mm-hmm. to get to the root cause there. Unfortunately, the new generation uh, physicians are absolutely not being trained. And that is intentional as well. They are grooming us for socialized medicine. They want physicians to not know how to diagnose disease because that will make the CEOs of these big hospitals a lot of money and they are much easier to be controlled and manipulated just as we are seeing now. And it is a travesty. Uh, and let me let me bring on right now with you, Dr. Latulip and I both, let's keep a hot mic for all of us. And let's bring on uh, Carl Goldstad Dad, uh, which is Carl Porfirio as well, joins us. And of course, you, you've heard Carl before on the platform here. He's a uh, uh, patriot as well and uh, works with our platform in America Out Loud and uh, with the show here, uh, Team Nation. And uh, so, so let me open it right up here and and. Here's something I want to talk about here, guys, with, with both of you, with, with Carl and with you, Stephen, as well, is, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned a civil war a moment ago, uh, and, and I want to come back to that, what that looks like, but not yet. I want to talk, stay on this, who's running the country. Now, you made the statement, Dr. Tulip, a moment ago, you said, well, 
you know, it's clearly not Biden. Now, about everybody I know in about every circle knows that Joe Biden is not making all the decisions here. They know the cue cards are all set up. They know they've seen him on. He's already been documented on Mike. The media is just not talking about this, but he's clearly all over. We see him on videos and on things where he references somebody has told him what to say or how to say it, or he'll say, well, I can't do that. I've been told not to say that. That's all documented. We've never seen this in the history. It really is a puppet master kind of thing we're looking for here because and, and we suspected this through the election, but it's it's out there now. The evidence is overwhelming. So let's do this. So when we say who's running our country and you you bring up a couple of names in that terrific article you wrote. If you all haven't read that article last week, I really enjoyed the read on this from Dr. Stephen Latula. Just go to the platform, go into our team, look for his name, or and then go to who is really at the helm in the White House. That was the title of that terrific article. He got us all to think here this past week. And um, people were clicking on that one a lot to find out, you know, who exactly it was at the helm. You, you point out a couple of folks in there, but let me, let me start with you and then we'll go to Carl here. Let's, let's talk about who the possibilities are. Who do you think is running the program? Is it one person or is it a collective of people, Dr. Latulo? Well, I, I've really spent a lot of time thinking this through and I've heard all of the suggestions uh, on social platforms. The suggestions have been possibly the CCP, maybe it's George Soros, uh, or, you know, is how much are the Clintons involved? Uh, does uh, Bill Gates have any influence? How much is Fauci directing things? Um, it, it, these are good questions. And we do have to come to the answer because you have you have to have one leader. You have to have one person bringing it all together and making decisions. And of course, uh, the decisions that are being made are uh, influencing us domestically and abroad, uh, but the decisions being made cannot be made, for example, by the CCP. The CCP doesn't say shut down the pipeline. And the CCP uh, does not determine that we will absolutely make the decision to give billions of dollars of military high-tech equipment to the Taliban because uh, they just don't have that authority and that power to do that. So we have to have somebody that is a domestic enemy. And, um, and I think what, what we have is um, a team of people who are working together in perfect evil harmony to uh, effect the, the destruction of America. Uh, so I keep going back to the thought that if I was to pick one person, who would it be? Well, it would be, uh, as I suggested in my article, that the one who actually claimed that he would love to do it and is actually in a position to do it would be the, uh, the great imposter, our former president for eight years. And um, Obama uh, said that he would love to do it. He said that, yes, this would be a way I could get a third term of presidency. So I think that he is a very likely candidate to actually be the, the chief man. And we have to know that because if we are going to fight and win this war to save our country, we have to cut off the head of the snake. We have to destroy the one who is making it all happen. So truthfully, it makes no difference whether Biden's in office 
or anybody else, you know, bring up the vice president when Obama is so demented, he just can't function and it won't matter. Then they will select another vice president, another unelected uh, official to the uh, highest and second highest position in the world, the most powerful positions, and they will be mere puppets. So it's critical that we get to who it is. But I would say that my vote would have to probably go to Barack Hussein Obama. Okay. All right. Well, number 44 there. Uh, yeah. And hard to believe, but he did get eight years in there. Carl, let's uh, pick up on this here. Uh, who's running the country? You've been thinking about this? Absolutely. Uh, it's Barack Obama. Absolutely. Uh, now, of course, he can't be doing this alone. Uh, he's got many backers behind him. Uh, my mother, my old wise mother, told me over 20 years ago, she says, the Illuminati runs the country, Carl. That's who runs the country. And, uh, you know, I had to start researching that and looking into that. And that's they're all part of the Illuminati, you know, so to speak. So but I agree with Dr. Stephen. It is Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett lives in his home. She's his interpreter with all you know the Middle Easterns, because I guess he does not speak fluent Arabic or to my knowledge, he doesn't. And he's the one running the show. I agree. Well, there's a name I hadn't heard in a, a while, Valerie Jarrett. Interesting. You know, let's be clear that Valerie Jarrett and uh, Obama, they opened up the office just down the road from the White House. This had never happened before. Organizing for America, OFA. And they created a whole office environment there and started to really, a lot of people called it a shadow presidency to undermine Trump. Now, remember, uh, that administration was working, uh, Obama himself that was working hand in hand with Hillary Clinton. And when you look at her involvement with the whole, uh, you know, John Durham scheme, but the Russia thing, and you've seen in recent news what's going on there with her, her cabal, uh, Hillary Clinton, Kind of plays in a little bit here to uh, this Valerie Jarrett, Barack Obama, um, and uh, the ideology of what they stood for. You know, a lot of people re referenced Obama as a Muslim president, that sort of thing. Islam, uh, Valerie Jarrett, indeed, it was exactly that. And in fact, it's been documented, well resourced, that the Obama administration put more Muslims into our government agencies and political power in Washington than we've ever had done historically before. Did you know that, Dr. Lafilo? Yes, absolutely. I knew that. And if, for example, look at what's going on um, in Minnesota. I mean, these people that were elected to office, um, how in the world could they have all been elected to office? Uh, absolute, you know, um, contenders, for radical Islam um, doctrine, that's all they're pushing. And yes, and oh, I am fully aware that Obama infiltrated our government, and that was part of his plan uh, to effect a coup, and the coup continues. It is in progress right now, thanks yeah. to all that Obama did to already destroy our country, and I believe he continues to do it. Well, he, his words, that every, and everybody knows these words. A lot of our military folks, our CIA and others on the platform, uh, anytime the word transformation comes up, they immediately think of Barack Obama, who promised, really, that was his goal, the transformation of America. 
A lot of people refer to this uh, Biden thing, to your point, uh, Dr. O'Tulip, is, uh, uh, well, they call it Obama's third term, in fact. Now, you say something. I did not know this. Uh, let me, this is kind of important. Let me, and I don't know if you knew this, Carl, but let me pull this out now. Out of that article, this was mind-blowing to me. You, you said uh, in your piece there, uh, Dr. O'Tulip, you said prior to the 2020 election, Barack Obama plainly told the world on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, which I do not watch, so I did not see this or know, that he would love to discreetly serve a third term of office as president by operating behind the scenes. In his uh, own not-so-cryptic words, he said this. And now, let, here, now the, you're telling me, uh, you know, these are his words, and I'm going to let you tell so what you're saying here. If I could make an arrangement where I had a stand-in, a frontman or front woman, and they had an earpiece in, I'd be fine with that. Did he really say that, Ratula? Yes, and actually, I, I cut his quote short a little bit, but absolutely, he said that. That is out there on social media, and you can find that anywhere. Just Google uh, Obama third term presidency, and you will find that article. So absolutely, and that's why... Um, I believe he is a very likely candidate because he said he would love to do it. And um, everything that we see happening in America right now is not accidental. It is part of the coup takedown and it is strategically uh, being carried out. And it was strategically planned by Obama's team. Yeah. You know, I, I when you put that in there, referenced it, it, it definitely, uh, you know, I, I didn't remember the cold beer words. I probably seen it at the time, but I don't, Carl, did you know that what he put in that article, what a tulip put in? Did you see, did you know that had happened uh, with cold beer? Yes, I absolutely did. And uh, I read it again, of course, <laughs> in his article. And please correct me, Dr. Latulip, if I'm wrong, but was that not the same show? He also bragged that he was not born in America to Stephen mm, Colbert. Wow. I, I know it was on one of the late night talk shows that he bragged that really? he was not born in America. Yes. Yes. Uh, I believe it was in that show. And if not, it was uh, in that same time frame. And yes, that's a very good point because we have never seen, nobody has ever seen Obama's birth certificate. And he certainly did boast of not being an American citizen. And that is why I always refer to Obama as imposter Obama. We can't actually call Obama a traitor because a traitor uh, commits treason against his own country. I do not personally believe that he is an American citizen. And so how could he be a traitor? And so I call him imposter Obama. Imposter Obama. Um, Carl, if you can find later on that, uh, find that audio for me when you can of that interview with Colbert, uh, with the words actually he said, I want to hear that so I can, I, I, I assume it's out there. I don't really know. I've never looked at this. I didn't even know this was said, but now you're telling me that he also said this other, I'd love to have the audio on it, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, his own brother even bragged on Twitter that he wasn't born in the United States. That, that I he know. was born in Kenya. So you, you know, why would his own brother say that against him? You know, and he wasn't saying it out of malice. He was just saying it out of matter of fact. And it's almost like uh, the joke's on you guys. You know, we got this guy in. We snuck this guy in on mm -hmm. you. And he wasn't even born in the United States. Yeah. You know. you know, Carl, I always wondered, Carl, if that ever come out, if that would ever come out. In other words, I always wondered if that was truly documented in the way that 
uh, back to the birth certificate of what, uh, you know, Steve was just saying. And then with what you're saying, I always wondered if that was really documented in the news cycle, like what a moment that would be, it would be like a big gasp with the country like you want. I mean, because you have to be a citizen here to be president. What I'm saying is the fact that he could have pulled off uh, the biggest, well, um, uh, the biggest aha moment in American political history, that would be it, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Right. And the irony is uh, Hillary Clinton started the whole birther thing. She's the one that started it. She and then did? Of course, yeah. Then, of course, when it slipped away from her, then they now flipped it over onto Trump. Oh, Trump just can't accept, you know, he, he's not born here. So they, you know, they oh, so you're saying when Hillary ran against Barack uh, back in 2012, uh, she was using that as a talking point as well? Yeah, she absolutely did. Now, you can go back and find that. She absolutely was the one that started it, that he wasn't born here. Huh, she did I it. That. I forget that. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is that right? Do you know that, Stephen? Do you know that as well? Yes, I was aware of that. It, it was an issue and it was silenced. And I believe it was silenced because, first of all, Obama was a black man and was uh, running the first, uh, I believe, black man running for president. And uh, he was also a Muslim. And, you know, we are the good Christian American people who don't want to offend anyone. And so I think that gave them a lot of power to be able to squelch the fact uh, that he was not an American citizen and also the fact that he was very uh, very pro-Muslim. Uh, and we saw that play out when he actually bowed to the president uh, or to the king, rather, of Saudi Arabia. We, we all know in our hearts, there's no way Joe Biden is making the decisions. And, and I would go further with you to say this. If you look at his long career in Washington, D.C. as a senator and as a jackass uh, throughout the 50 years, uh, and if you look at that, and I'm not sure which came first, probably the jackass came first and then the senator, maybe, or actually they're one of the same. They're interchangeable in today's politics. Right. Uh, but when you look at that with a Joe Biden, you have to stop and you ask yourself, does this man have the mentality? Does he have the intellect? Does he have the conversation uh, to be a, a world leader, a state leader, as somebody remarkable, somebody with the class and dignity of a Ronald Reagan, or somebody with the pomp and pageantry and, and the mouth of a Donald Trump. Now, now we're questioning President who? <laughs> you know, who do you think out there? Who do you think is uh, running the country, really, with all that list of people we have there? Well, yeah, we're speaking to Dr. Stephen LaTulip today. We're speaking to Gold Star Dad, Carl Porfirio. Uh, this is Malcolm Out Loud here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Stay tuned, stay right there. Grab a pause, grab a drink. We'll see you on the other side, my fellow Americans. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Well, my fellow Americans, how did you feel watching footage on the news of domestic terrorists looting our stores and burning our cities down? Uh, you were probably disgusted and angry as much as I was. It's disturbing what's going on. Well, you'd be shocked to know that your shopping habits are supporting these extremists. Companies like Amazon, Nike, Disney, FedEx, it's an endless list. And they've been supporting these radical groups. Let's stop supporting companies that fund these extremist groups. We can all do our part. Visit shoptotheright.com and you'll find businesses in a nationwide database 
and companies that are aligned with our American values. Visit shoptotheright.com and let's all make a difference. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology, designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Let's get real. Let's get loud. On America Out Loud Talk Radio, this is McCullough Report. Are you tired of your tired vitamins? Consider Healthy Cell. These are pill-free vitamins that are in convenient gel packs. Uh, I like the Focus and Recall supplement. I use this a lot. You know, your brain uses a lot of energy and it depends on a variety of micronutrients and vitamins. Boost your short-term focus and long-term brain power with Healthy Cell's Focus and Recall Vitamins. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD, for a 20% off your first order. It was a vision that gave birth to a unique multimedia platform that would combine classic talk radio, great writers, and memorable podcasts and videos. AmericaOutloud.com is a conservative leader in a field that is predominantly run by far-left progressive globalists. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, we are on the mission to right the wrongs, liberty and justice for all. Well, I'll tell you, I couldn't be prouder. I was thinking just earlier today, wow. I mean, I love what we do here at America Out Loud. I love this work. I, I, I feel a sense of joy, rejoice. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a spark in my soul, in my heart. It's, uh, you know, to know that we're on the fight of good, to know that we're carrying out God's mission here, to know that we're making a difference in the world, I'll tell you what, I'm willing to get up every morning. You know, I, I was up this morning, yesterday morning, 4.35, couldn't sleep, excited to take on the day. I said, COVID, I'm over that stuff, man. I'm ready. Let's bring it on. Let's do it. You know, as you know, we both, uh, my, myself and my wife, hit our family pretty hard, the COVID thing. But the thing I want to share with you all, as you were just hearing through the break, one of the things I've learned through this, and i got to tell you, and I really learned it. Now, I talked to you before all this about healthy lifestyle. You know, I love to get out and walk and see the trees and smell the air and see the people. Absolutely. But the one thing I learned more than anything, my fellow Americans, is if we don't take care of ourselves then it really doesn't matter because we're not going to be here for the fight forward or any other part of it. Not going to be here for our families or anything else. One of the biggest things I've learned in lessons is your immune system. 
got to have a healthy immune system. I mean, if we take it for granted in ways that we shouldn't, you know, we take this immune system for granted and our bar- bodies are temples. They're unique, the human body is, in very unique ways. And I've always known that. I've always been blessed. I'm quite fascinated. It's, it's a phenomenon to me when I really think about all the pieces of the human body and the parts and who we have in our minds. And I think, well, obviously, we're miracles. Anybody who thinks this is some sort of an a- accident in the, the, the cosmo universe of universes, you know, we just popped up out of nowhere. I, I just can't buy that, people. This is, there's no accident here with the human race. Anybody who doesn't believe God exists, I I can't imagine what you're thinking. You know, I mean, there's no way the uniqueness of us and who we are. And, you know, but but I know, but I digress, right? The immune system, I want to get back to that a moment. So I learned that big time through COVID. And I've learned it now. I just had a conversation with my wife back yesterday. She said, you know, it's really important. We, We keep the zinc, the A, the D, the healthy cell. We've got to keep all that in us. We've got to keep the NAC. We've got to keep the D. We've got to keep all of that in our bodies. We've got to use it every day. We've got to keep our immune system. So we've got to fight this thing because COVID is, is you know, we got the antibodies and all of that. And of course, my wife is still battling it. She, she oh, you know, as you know, she got hit pretty hard uh, with it. So this is a bioweapon, by the way, if you didn't know that. It's not a, not a casual virus or a cold like some Republicans think. Uh, nothing more than a colder virus. No, no, it really is a bioweapon that was designed from uh, Beijing, in fact. So let's be clear on all that and what that is. Um, but anyways, I recommend HealthyCell.com. All our listeners get 20% off their first order. I take the Daily Regiment. I also take Immune Super Boost, which has got the zinc, the echinacea, the A, the D, all of that in there. They also have other great products like REM Sleep. Uh, like focus, focus helps our brain power out, REM sleep, sleeping at night, all of those. I mean, they got a great, this is a great company, great, great company, great uh, line of products. Uh, Just go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud or click the banner ad back at America Out Loud. And speaking of which, America Out Loud, we're doing awesome things there. Have you been there? I hope. I mean, I know most of our people, they're going there two, three, four, five times a day. I think the unique thing about our platform is they hang around. It's because it's family friendly, uh, because it's a unique platform. People tend to stay longer. Well, they take their shoes off and they feel like they're at home. I like that. I like that. You don't have to click. Quick, uh, clicking all the X's and the videos and the annoying ads all over the place, which I refuse to do. I mean, we get offers in every day, people who want to sell us out to the devil. And and surely we need to pay the bills. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to do it by selling out to the to Satan or to the communists. You know, you get what I mean. So anyway, it's AmericaOutloud.com. It's all back there, my fellow Americans. Help us share the good word, make a difference around the world. Keep the globalists the hell out of here. Send them packing. And, 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 and keep that shining city on a hill bright and keep God's message out there from sea to shining sea. I love our country. All right. We're talking about President Who today. President Who. And we have a list of names here that we've been chatting about with Dr. Stephen Latulip and Gold Star Dad Carl Porfirio are here. I love this conversation um, Carl, we had this list of names that Dr. Latulip was talking about moments ago. And we talked about, you know, and he's right with what he says. This, you know, he said, well, a lot of people even think the CCP. I mean, I see that from a lot of folks. George Soros, that name comes up a lot. I get it. I get it. He's an influencer. He's got a lot of money. 
Um, of course, Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, these are influencers. They're obviously not, you know, uh, uh, shadow presidents and running it, but they're influencers into a communist Marxist agenda. Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris, of course, her name, uh, you know, she doesn't have the sophistication. God help us if she becomes president because Joe has a stroke or or uh, they pull him out with the 25th Amendment or something else, you know. And again, I don't wish that on anybody. That's not what I'm saying, you know. But I, but I, I don't want anybody to take us down the, the hatches either. Uh, you know, uh, let me say that. So it's, it's not a trade-off at that point. Uh, I'm not going to say any more about that, but you can read between my English language there and figure it out yourself, my fellow Americans, okay? I don't want the FBI knocking on the doors of my studio. All right, blah, 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 blah. And of course, Valerie Jarrett, we know her Marxist agenda, what she was all about. And then number 44, that Barack Obama. And, you know, a lot of people, when they talk about Barack Obama, and they do this, a lot of my writers do it in the articles as well. And I just find it's a bit corny. I tend to pull it out of articles and stuff because they'll say, they'll either remove the C out of the word Barack and do it and misspell it that way for intentions, you know, or they'll put the Hussein in there. And a lot of our writers do that. It's, eh, it's kind of chinzy. I mean, we get the point. You don't have to Barack. I mean, we get who he is. He's, you know, Barack. I mean, if you've got a name like Hussein on your name, it probably doesn't mean you're Main Street USA. Yeah. You know, Malcolm Hussein out loud. What the hell is that? I don't know. Uh, or Carl Hussein Porfirio. Doesn't have a ring, Carl, huh? No, it doesn't. Uh, absolutely, it doesn't. Actually, my middle name is Christian. Is it? No, 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 no. Is it really? Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop my middle it. name is Stop Christian. It. It, it, you're I, saying I, to I, me it's Carl Christian Porfirio? I promise, yes. My, my mother had great uncles, and they were twins, and one name was Carl, and the other one was Christian. Uh, you know, they're... <sighs> They're Austrian, and you know I'm a mutt. I'm Italian and Austrian, and uh, I'm all. Oh, these, we're all you know, mutts. I'm a mutt. So, uh, yeah. So that, that's where she said first. She tried to give me some some story that that when she went to uh, christen me that uh, that the priest said uh, Carl wasn't exactly a Christian name or something. So she gave me Christian, and then I you know, love turned, that Carl. I know, then, Carl. Then it turned out later. Stop! She said, oh, I, I love just, that. <laughs> I'm now going to have to have more respect for you and everything based on that. I mean, come on. It is. It, it, it absolutely is. So. Wow. Because it was hard, you know, Carl with a K. I'm always having to correct people. Carl with a K, Carl with a K. Listen, so, at least uh, they're calling you. Be thankful they're calling you, whatever they call you. Yeah, okay? at least they're calling and, you. And that, by the way, right? I have to share with you. You'll never guess what I, I just have to tell you. You and, and, and Dr. Latulip will laugh at this. Listeners will laugh too. I've never shared this on here, but I'm going to share it right now. You would never guess what my middle name is. Hmm. Orville? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's out there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. Well, like everything about me is out there. Well, do you remember uh, back in the day? Uh, do you remember the, the, the show in the cartoon, the chipmunks? Yes. You remember? Yeah. Steven, you remember the chipmunks? I most right? certainly do. Are you, right, well, you going to tell me it's Alvin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, I was going to say, Steven, who was the Hellraiser in the chipmunks? Who was it? Alvin. <laughs> Alvin. Guess what my middle name is? 
Malcolm oh, Alvin. Wow. That's it. That's it. That's exactly it. And it was Alvin. Wow. I liked Alvin. I, I may I may take that up a little bit. Yeah, Alvin. It was Alvin. And it was the chipmunks. I think, you know, it's funny how sometimes your parents know when you're in the womb what you're going to be. And they sometimes name you accordingly, like, uh, okay, uh, you know, so my name was, well, that guy's going to be a little troublemaker. And of course, Malcolm was such an unusual name to begin with. That, that really was my birth name. I didn't make that stuff up. Um, but um, anyways, l- l- uh, b- but, but we digress again. Uh, all right. So where, where was we? Back to, so the Barack Hussein Obama, I tend to leave the Hussein out because he's already a moron without even putting that in there. We sort of know what he is, his agenda is. I want to ask you straight out, Carl, you've been studying this. Um, you know, I don't do the Illuminati thing. That's just, that's not my vocabulary here. So I, I can't speak about that stuff. Sorry. I mean, I, I, it, I'm not intellect there. I don't study it. I don't follow that word. I don't go down that yellow brick road. Just don't do it. I, I spend zero time in my life studying that kind of stuff. So I can't speak about it. I, I just don't know it. But coming back to uh, who's running this, um, well, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, I have to say something. Yes, please. Pull out a dollar bill. Yeah, I see. Flip it. over to the backside. Yeah. Where do you think the all-seeing eye comes from? Well, I got to tell you something, Carl. Hold on. Back in the day, I had a logo when I was doing Malcolm Out Loud TV, and I was on YouTube, and I did like seven hundred shows. Uh, and that's how I got going in this thing after I left the uh, the agency world. Uh, I don't know if you know that, Stephen. Uh, that, that's I was in the advertising world for many, many years. But so that C&I, I didn't know. Or I, you know how simplicity, I, I didn't realize, uh, truthfully, because uh, I never studied the Illuminati and the C&I as a young guy. I just never did. I just, I, you know, I, I don't go to that well. I wasn't drinking that water. And my creative, my art director at the time took something that was like a C&I. And they used it as a logo with Malcolm. Now, I never thought anything much of it. I just thought, well, that's kind of fascinating and cool. Let's use that. And I used that not even knowing that, and I got accused a lot through, and it was, it was striking, it was striking. But through the years, a lot of people would say, you, why are you using the CNI? And are you like part, you thinking about that Illuminati thing? I could call on that a lot, actually, Carl. But I always, you know, I, I pleaded ignorance uh, and, and, and stuck to my story. All right, so you think the Illuminati's running the country here, Carl, or what? Or is it Barack Obama? Well, I hate to say it, but my uh, cranky old mother, you know, I've yet to prove her wrong on these things. So I don't know. She's the one She's the one that told me this years ago, and uh, she's not been wrong on these things. She also, she told my children 20 years ago that we were going to have a civil war. And I'm like, hush, mother, what a horrible thing to say. And I don't know. I'm. Is your mom I, still with us, Carl, or not? She is. She is. Uh Maybe Jeez. we should get her on the show with you oh, one God. day and talk about the Illuminati. What is that? Um, I, you'd have to. Ble- I think you'd have to bleep out a lot of words. Oh, if, if, if my mother was on the show, she's... oh, that's where you get it from—the cuckamouth, huh? That's where you. Get oh it no, I, no, come on! I have a good mouth. I don't say bad words. I don't say oh, naughty all words. Right, all but, right. But my mother, uh, you know, so quick story. She she went under surgery, and they were having a hard time waking her up, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the doctor can appreciate this, you know, so she's, she's in post-op. They're having a difficult time waking her up. My sister calls me. She says, Oh, they're having a hard time. Carl waking mom up. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah, just tell the nurse to whisper Pelosi in her ear. No dear. And, and uh, that'll get her going. That'll get her blood pressure up. 
All so, right. which was so you true. think she it's just, the Illuminati? You think it's the Illuminati? Oh, I, I do. I do. Right. It's it, right. you know the Illuminati, the Masons, the Masons. Okay. Right. You know, are all, all right. part the of Rockefellers, that. The Rockefellers, the Rockefellers. Oh well, they're stuff. all part of the Masons. They're all, right. all part all right. of that. All right, all right, all right. Let, let's get Doctor Latulip here now. I got to give you the mic here, uh, my friend, because now I'm lost. I'm in a sea of I don't even know what it looks like here. I got to have you take it away. He's saying Illuminati and uh, the the Masons, Rockefeller. What do you think? Talk to me. Uh, well, okay, so you know the it, it's pretty well known by the plum, by the square, by the all-seeing eye is the uh, slogan of the Freemasons. Uh, they are a dark uh, cultic society uh, with a lot of deception uh, on the surface as to who they are, but who they really are. Yes, the Illuminati are and always have been an evil, uh, subversive force. Um, now, I would call them globalists, even. That's what I would say. Is that is that it or is that more than that? Well, I would agree that they they probably do have a globalist uh, agenda. They um, are definitely seeking to gain uh, control and power of the world uh, and to, to promote a, a one world order. Um, the question is, it, it comes back to the chicken and egg thing. Is it the Illuminati somehow directing this? But uh, in any and every organization, and especially when it comes to whatever style of military force or war, you must have a chief. You have to have a head of the organization. And um, they do have that. Um, and I, I cannot tell you who that is offhand. Um, but, you know, I think that they would be certainly, as you said, Malcolm, an influencer and, um, you know, somehow a player, uh, a part of the team. But I, I, I suppose I just um, I cannot conclude one way or the other uh, that they are the controlling force because we need to have a leader. All right. And, and if I could say something, uh, Carl, with regard to your mother's uh, mention <laughs> of a civil war 20 years ago, uh, that impresses me. And I have actually been kind of saying that same thing for a good number of years. Um, so I feel proud to, to affiliate with your mother. Um, but, you know, when we think about what's happening, like what kind of a war we are in, right. um, I don't believe it is actually a civil war simply because we are being uh, forced into actions and inactions uh, such as not traveling or this or that uh, by our government. And people uh, across the globe now mm. are revolting in a very big way. And so I would suggest it is more of a revolutionary war. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I like what you just said, and that's that's the premise of uh, future write-ins and other programs we need to do. I almost look at it like this, Stephen. It's almost like civil war versus a globalist war. The civil war was within the people here, and now we've got the outside influence of the globalist trying to swallow us whole. But at the same time, you got to remember we're still. I, I think a lot of people refer to civil war because we're at such odds with each other in the country. Is that the reason you think, Doctor? Is that why? 
I think so. Uh, and it comes to down to defining our terms. When we actually had the civil war in the United States, right. it was the North against the South, which means the people against the people. And the issue was slavery. Now, I would agree that the issue, again, yeah. is slavery, but slavery to a rogue government. So now what I see more is um, the people against a rogue government, and that mm. smacks of revolutionary. Well, I got to say, your mind, you, you get me moving. You just said another key thing when you talked about we're still doing slavery. That's another. Write this stuff down, please, somebody. Will you please remind me later? Uh, because your reference of slavery right then is very unique. You're, you're right. We're still fighting slavery right now, uh, but it's a different kind of slavery, and it's a slavery with where the Marxists left and the globalists are trying to take us. Uh, that's another interesting juxtaposition in this argument that is worthy of pursuit, uh, very much so. Um, you know, I, we did not get a chance, and I, I feel I, I, and I apologize. The hour has flown by. I, I, I don't know what's happened here, uh, but we did not get a chance to break into the breakdown of policies. I really wanted to. Uh, uh, disseminate with you all. And uh, so we will have to do that uh, in, the, in the coming days here, because there were some very unique things. And and uh, surely Dr. Latula pointed out a lot of that. Go read that article he wrote, please. Uh, go to, again, Dr. Stephen Latula on America Out Loud. He's part of our family here at America Out Loud. We're just pleased and uh, thrilled to have him here on this fight with us here uh, to save our, our country. Uh, but that article he wrote, that was last week's, who is really at the helm in the White House? What I like about his uh, pieces, his writings, they make you think. I love writings and articles that make us think. I call it uh, think deeply, uh, uh, you know, deep thinks. Uh, I, I have a whole flip board on that uh, uh, where I save a lot of things. Things I want to you know, do a little deeper dive in. I, I like to take an argument up to uh, at least 30, 35,000 feet, as you know out there already about me. But there are times I also like to take it up to 50,000 feet. Uh, and occasionally now and then I really feel like a hero and I'll even go up higher near the stratosphere a little bit. But I think that's the way I like to look at things. But I've always done that easy, even as a young man or a kid or when I was in the corporate boardrooms. I would tend to step out. My mind would step out of the room and look back in. I could actually see things going on in my life right now as I talk to you because I stepped out of the room in my mind now and could look back in and see what was going on. Does that sound a little weird to you? Well, it may, but uh, that's how I've run my own life. I, I've always took it up to, you know, at least 35, sometimes 50,000, and sometimes, you know, in the stratosphere a little bit here. It's a unique way of looking at the world. I learned a lot of lessons that way. Uh, but I, instead of staying in the riffraff down at the bottom there, uh, where all the ants are moving quickly, you don't really see what's going on there. So this is why I can have these big conversations with you. A big thank you today to Dr. Stephen Lotula. Gotta love that guy. And uh, Gold Star Dad, Carl Perforio, love him as well. He's two outstanding patriots. Uh, that's what our whole platform and mission here is at America Out Loud, my fellow Americans. Be sure to tell your friends and tell your adversaries as well. Please tell them all. It's all back here at AmericaOutloud.com. It is the shinest city on a hill. It is where liberty glows and, you know, and it just shines bright here. Liberty and justice for all. Thank you for being on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud.